Drinking a little drink, smoking a little smoke, getting down to business. For ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Blue check mark ass fucks. You've got to go down the hole. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. Nikola Tesla is my boy. But we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. 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 What's up, everyone? I'm your boy Mitch Fook with Down the Rabbit Hole. I'm joined today, as always, by who some would call the Bernie Williams of the conspiracy game. Tyler, what's up? What's cracking, boys and girls? We have a great episode for you today. Matthew Landman, documentarian that created Frankenskies, is coming on to talk about all things geoengineering, chemtrails, EMF frequencies, and a bunch more. So we'll hear a quick word from our sponsor and get right into it. This episode is brought to you by Jimmy K's Bar and Grill. As always, that's where we go. That's where you will find us. That's where you will shoot Red Stag with us. If you want to talk conspiracies with us, just come on down. It's located at 911 11th Avenue for all my Gematria fans. New Brighton, PA. If you're a local listener, you know where it's at. If you listen from far away and are ever in the Pittsburgh area, come on down to Jimmy K's Bar and Grill. The food's incredible. The drinks are always stiff, and the service is amazing. Shout out to my girl, Stevie. Shout out, Stevie. And Hannah. And, and Hannah. And Ashley. And, and Ashley Lindsay. And Trish. And oh, Trish. you know what, man? They're all The great. whole squad's good. Jimmy's the fucking man. Come down to Jimmy K's. Chop it up with us. Talk some conspiracies. We'll get into it. Here we go, rabbit holers. Today on the show, we have Matt Landman. He made the documentary called Frankenskies, which focuses on geoengineering and weather modification. I watched it in 2017 when it first came out. I was in college. Me and my brother sat down and watched it, and I've wanted to have a conversation with him ever since. And he's currently working on Frankenskies 2, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And I can't wait to get into the subject. I have so many questions, so without further ado, Matt, how are you doing? Hey, doing pretty good today. It's It's been an interesting day. Um, on Friday the 13th, so 10 days ago, mm-hmm. they told Oregon where I live. I live in the state of Oregon. I live in Ashland, which is in southern Oregon. They told us we have to wear masks again. Mm-hmm. And a lot of places bucked the narrative, and I haven't worn a mask since. I haven't worn a mask um, during this new... Uh, mandate like yeah. we got six weeks off six weeks of freedom and now that the new variant is here people are um, saying well you have to you know wear the mask and well some like my grocery store that I go to I'm the only one in there but I no one makes me do it so well that's I good go yeah. in there you know and I've been able to function but today I went to go do some banking and they didn't let me bro and I started mm. I got kind of mad you know and they're like you gotta put on the mask you gotta leave and I'm like mm. I got a safety deposit box here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I have to physically access it. Yeah, you can't you know, deny like, you access. Like, that right. should be illegal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's a reason why I have a safety deposit box. The IRS totally went in my bank account and took my money. So if I have any money, I try to keep at least some of it. In whatever, it's my life. It's my story. Mm-hmm. It's my right. And I started thinking, 
I'm going to maybe have to fold on this whole thing and, and where it wants to go in there to close out my account and get my stuff out of my deposit box. You know, that's just, right. I guess I just might have to do that. But also, you know what I was thinking? I better freaking do it before they make it that I have to show my vax card. Yes, yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, you might want to pull that out, put it in your mattress instead of keeping it in the... Like, it's, we're not even talking about lots of money. It's just like I wanted to have some sort of, you know, buffer between me and the IRS. Like, yeah, I feel you. Holy cow. And it's like, just to, to wrap my head around that, whoa, I'm not going to be able to enter my bank anymore in probably a couple months. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing across the globe, like places yeah. like France require a Vax card to get into grocery Chicago's stores. Australia is doing it. Bro. Dude, Chicago's doing Australia's it. New York bad. is doing it. Um, I have a, a friend who's actually a police officer. Uh, she's hella cool and woke. Um, and she's a police officer in uh, Chicago. She's sending me stuff all the time about what's going on down, what's going down there. It's, it's unreal. And what's going on in Australia right now today with the different protests but anyways i'm doing good how about y'all what's up <laughs> over there eh, not too bad we're keeping it normal man it, it hasn't quite hit us yet in pittsburgh well the city is probably worse than where right, we are right like our area is a little more lax but it's uh we're trying to be non-compliant and... right we're civil disobedience and we're trying to wake people up along the way so <laughs> things are still good here man cool so that's great Matt, we always start our shows with uh, what sent our guests down the rabbit hole. So what sent you down this geoengineering, chemtrail, weather modification rabbit hole? Well, (laughs) the chemtrail rabbit hole was literally uh, an old friend on the phone. And I was venting to him about how nobody knows nothing about 9-11 and people are brainwashed. And he was like, well, that was a long time ago, man. These are kids nowadays that weren't even born then. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> they, they need, <laughs> they to, need to know. With yeah. the right eyes and know the truth. Because they need to know what, where we're at, what, what, where they live. They need to know the truth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, it's easy to n- deny, you know, but how could they deny chemtrails? And I go, what's that? <laughs> and he's like, you, you're the one that showed me the... Um, loose change and, I, and i'll segue into what really got me going because it's a long journey i'm 41 now right um but it was just that seed planted by my buddy and i went and looked it up and then i witnessed weather modification firsthand working on a farm and i started to really just look it up <laughs> like all the time every day when i was outside and i started to really you know see what was going on because yeah. i lived on the uh, coast of the pacific ocean in northern california and a lot of weather patterns come through there, so a lot of manipulation of the jet stream, because that's where all the moisture comes off the ocean. And I just lived at an interesting place at an interesting time, and there was like a big drought being caused and a lot of stuff going on like that. But long term, I, um, I went to Virginia Tech. I'm from Virginia. When I got out of school, I started waiting tables like immediately. My buddy was like, I can get you a job like immediately. I was like, okay, cool. Started working at a restaurant, Outback Steakhouse. Nice. And some <laughs> random dude there was like zeitgeist boom dropped the zeitgeist on me the yep. first one which is a movie back in the day it's hard to find like the original it's one it's a great one you took it off netflix like a man remake of it but mm-hmm. but that just like goes to show i guess that was my journey right because the zeitgeist film and then after that it was dylan avery's loose change came from the same yep. waiter friend dan it was his name dan he went to virginia tech as well those are definitely eye-opening tech, ones yeah, Dan was amazing when the Virginia Tech shooting happened. We both went to Virginia Tech, and it was so emotional at the time. Like, 
who would have thumped the guy was probably MK Ultra. But um, <laughs> here we are. We're waking up. And yeah. Everything's in hindsight, you know. So I ended up making a movie because these people made movies to drop the truth bomb on me. And, like, that's how I really woke up is these movies, you know, to get me going. Like, had I not seen the movies and get shown my buddy Lorenzo, he never would have. 10 years later told me about chemtrails, you know, that was, that was a nice little dynamic where, where we both kind of helped each other along the way. So, yeah, I feel like movies are a good medium to drop some truth bombs on people. You know, we tried doing this to kick people down the rabbit hole to get them to do their own research, but movies are probably, you just sit on the couch and click play, you know, it's probably a little bit better. Well, the thing about a movie and I've realized it is, um, I, cause I, I give out my DVDs and what have you mm-hmm. and, it's available online to for free as well. Frankensguysthemovie.com or even frankensguys.com. I was able to get that recently. I'm excited about that uh, <laughs> purchase finally. Nice. It was, it was online for like five grand forever. And I was like, I can't pay five grand for it. And then the dude contacted me and sold it to me for like 300 recently. So oh, yeah. that's a steal. <laughs> I guess he wasn't going to be able to do anything with it. Or maybe, I have no idea. I'm, I'm blessed, all I can say. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, what were we, where was I going with it? Movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, dude. So the movies, um, people's egos are not challenged. It's just like, it's unbelievable and very palpable and very real. And I've mm-hmm. done so many sociological experiments. I've handed out flyers. I've tried to like sit people down and please watch the movie. And like, I made the movie and I'm sitting there with them. And they're like, they don't want that. They want to watch it on their own. Yeah. In the security of their own home and let their mind do what they want. It makes it a little more pressure. palpable. Yeah, not yeah. be pressured, not be told. But, and that's one thing about Frankenstein's is I'm not, no one's telling anybody how to think. It's just showing sequential footage right. out of the horse's freaking mouth, the and, U.S. military. And, you know, it's not like I'm filmed that. There's no narration by me. Like, show me a documentary without narration that's any good. I mean, like, I, I'm proud of that because I didn't want to be that center of attention. You know what I'm saying? But the, the movies really do it. They help a lot. Um, otherwise especially nowadays with the flow of information being censored and even like when they first did the first lockdowns, I noticed like the children that I was with at the time, uh, my girlfriend's kids, like they couldn't go to the library, they couldn't go to Barnes and Noble. Their access to information, their flow of information, their channel of information was only limited to just like the few websites that they like knew. And, and they TikTok. Yeah, which yeah. are which are all censored anyways. Right. And yeah, straight propaganda. Censored all, all of a sudden, this like free will, like browsing a library, all of a sudden, free will to access of information has just been like stifled and narrowed and into this little controlled thing. So it's an, it's it's something else. So it's really important. I'm, I'm making a library of books, tangible books. I'm actually made a challenge. I'm doing a challenge. I think it's going to end up being like a $1,000 cash prize. If you can make a better truth library of physical books, I got a pretty good one going on right here. Dude, I'd love to. I'd love to see what you got. But like mine is, um, it's unreal. I'm super excited about it. And what I realized is I'm on Facebook crazy. I'm like this meme crazy dude on Facebook. I don't know if you know. I just post like crazy. I have been forever. I get crazy censored nowadays, but I got fifty five thousand followers on Facebook, and I'm dumping memes all the time, all the time. And a lot of them are like quotes by these authors that I'm realizing that are authors and I'm digging these people up and finding their greatest books and I'm really got an amazing Do you have Arthur Furstenberg's Invisible Rainbow? No. I'll, I'll write That's that down. I'm gonna have to get yeah. it. The Invisible Rainbow talks a lot about the EMFs and the 
the electrical okay. grid and how it relates to the overall like sickness of the plant and the Spanish mm -hmm. flu and even what just happened and, and all that. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I, I know you were uh, kicked off your YouTube channel, and I was kicked off my Facebook and my Instagram, so I feel you on the censorship. But um, your movie, it does break it down sequentially and only presents facts, and that is what I love about it. It shows you exactly what they were doing and when and shows you news conferences with these military officials and scientists that are pushing this agenda. And I think that's what I want to get into a little bit here today. What are some of the big historical moments that it's blatant? They're like, hey, we're modifying the weather. Okay, so historical moments of weather modification in, and this like, this is mind-boggling to most people. But a good introduction is watching my movie. I hate yes, to say it. It is Franken Skies. Um, even just watching the first half of it, it's it's chronological clips starting in the 1920s. So um, it was pretty commonplace in the 60s and 70s, especially if you just go through archives of news articles, like articles in the newspapers, people could um, vote to get rain, um, farmers would seed clouds with even fertilizers, they, they would seed <laughs> clouds with potassium and stuff and get fertilized rain, rain on their, it was on their crops, it was very commonplace. Now the, the, the vernacular, like the consciousness surrounding weather control and weather modification, it's really kind of like segmented and misunderstood. And, and ski resorts will make it snow, and hydro dams will make it rain, but like rain to quell droughts or put out forest fires is just not talked about, so it doesn't seem to be real. People just don't think it's real because right. it's not talked about. But in 1915, 1914, um, Professor Hatfield yes. this is very easily looked up. So we're talking nineteen like, over 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. over 100 years ago holy yeah it was <laughs> so we're talking 1915 people and what we are, as a common society thinks we think that that's like people were totally uh, primitive and what have you mm -hmm. well professor hatfield was in san diego and the city of san diego hired him to make it rain he built a little structure like 35 feet tall he went up and, and to, as clouds came by and spray this chemical um, aerosol that was the first time that people officially seeded clouds, you know. I mean, on public record, I'm sure the history is totally tainted and whatnot. That's but very way, true. Yeah. Like, I think even um, uh, doing a rain dance and making smoke and with the, you know, mm -hmm. you can call in yeah. um, energy, but you can also see clouds, which is the particulates from the smoke. Yeah, I think but, Napoleon noticed that after a large battle, it would usually rain, so people would fire cannons without cannonballs in them to create that smoke, and sometimes that would work, and it would create a rain cloud. Right, so the knowledge has been there for quite mm -hmm. some time, and I've heard that one too, and that's a good job on that one. So 1915, Hatfield went up and um, experimentally made it flood. He made it rain like a lot, and the city actually uh, sued him because... <laughs> burst the dams. He the did dams, his job too well. Yeah, he did his job too well. And um, since then, it was quite obvious that the American war machine had some a tool to, to um, sharpen, right? Mm -hmm. Perfect. And so since that, 
it started getting out slowly over decades and decades and decades. It slowly got out of the public awareness and into the covert military. And JFK spoke of it, mm. right? And JFK was going to expose the He's Federal my... Reserve. JFK was going to do a lot. And I guess he was doing a lot with um, segregation He's and my unity right and all those sorts of He's my boy right there. I got a picture of him. Oh, you're pointing <laughs> to him. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, are are you saying man. he was down with weather modification? Because that kind of hurts. No, no, no. <laughs> he was talking about doing things publicly. He okay. was talking publicly. He said, we're going to do things like weather modification, like like um, controlling, like helping people with it. Mm-hmm. He was the man. He was talking about it, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And... Um, Come via, well, and then when he got killed, then Lyndon B. Johnson comes on, and it's in the movie as well, Frankenstein. Right. And he's like rooting his teeth when he says, control the weather, control the world. Exactly. Right? It's, an, it's such a staggering clip. It actually kind of gives, makes my blood uh, chill. But if you see the total difference, I mean, I have JFK speaking at the very end of the movie. He's totally inspiring, and he was like the last good guy, it seems. So either way, and he was there to like bring all the truth forward, you know, and like mm-hmm. there wouldn't be drought if he had stayed president. Like we would have been all in the truth, you know. So the '60s, the Ho Chi Minh Trail was flooded um, right. as a war tactic. That was uh, uh, Operation Popeye, right? Popeye, yeah. And then afterwards, it was public knowledge. The United Nations came together, and the United Nations voted. 56 to 0, 56 countries said um, to pass this like international treaty bill kind of thing to say you can't use weather warfare against other countries. It's just not allowed. You know, it's like an international treaty. I don't think but many people that, are following that. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, think well, the U.S. The thing, and China and other countries are probably doing that right now. Yeah, well, they do it to themselves, especially. It's yeah. kind of like, who's doing what to who? It's kind of curious, because they often just do it to themselves, and that was kind of like the caveat in the um, treaty. What didn't say you couldn't do it to yourself, you know? <laughs> so, come nowadays, I mean, in the 70s, so lastly, it's, it's, it's interesting to talk about weather modification, weather... Um, warfare and all that sort of stuff and it's very important information but chemtrails as a word is is also a lot of other stuff it's very taboo yeah yeah and it's also very taboo which is bs because the word that isn't taboo is geoengineering and that's only a segment of what chemtrails actually is Mm -hmm. geoengineering is a dimming of the sun it doesn't include weather modification or even like the heat waves they're creating to get us into this uh, paradigm of thinking global warming is something we need to do something about, you know? Right. Right. They're actually geoengineering weather events to sit, to make us think that there's a heating to say, oh, we need to do something. We're going to geoengineer. But yet no one brings up harp and how they're heating the ionosphere. Like that's not going to cause our globe to warm, you know? No right. one ever well, brings that up. There's also like a conspiracy theory that people will just dismiss. But if you watch Frankenstein, they're literally discussing, like actually discussing it in Congress, like what to do with it. And they pass it to DARPA and research and they, they actually move on. The, the, the technology has moved on to these big golf ball looking things called NEXRAD. And they say they're predicting the weather, but they're actually controlling the weather with it. They're uh, steering the ionosphere and mm-hmm. with 
they're heating they're, they're called ionospheric heaters and that's that's kind of deep into it but needless to say they can make rain like really easy and they can make rain on top of fires even easier because there's all the soot up in the air and all this stuff so it's like the lies are so deep that i feel like slowly but surely they're going to have to come out and say oh we, we can actually do a couple things and but we're going to do it for your own good because other otherwise the the truth the truth is it's got a surface i don't know how i mean i guess they're censoring the internet and so, everything it's just it seems hidden in plain sight just like everything else but right. maybe you know you just have to have, be able to have the lens to see the truth just like all these other ones so you you mentioned wildfires and how they can make it rain to on top of them to put them out can they also manufacture wildfires through uh, geoengineering as well? Because they seem they yes. did not seem yes, really yes. organic when they were happening in California. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. And the answer is yes, 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 and yes. All these different means, and it's it goes so deep. So for one, these I lived in Northern California, and sometimes these truth people, people that are aware of what chemtrails are. You know, because over time you see them, you see planes that aren't spraying, you, you test the rain when they spray. And I mean, over time we've come to conclusions, you know, the primary constituents are aluminum, barium, and strontium. I mean, NASA will even tell you on their website that they spray those three together to make noctilucent clouds and their CARE program, charged aerosol release experiment. What a nice name yeah. for it, the CARE program. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. They're, they're just kind of shoving it in our faces. And they for have sure. a, NASA has a budget of $50 million a day. Per day, and I mean, if you trust NASA, then we don't. Yeah, good job. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners. Um, the first, the first like layer of the rabbit hole is to just like un- unload your your love and trust for NASA, and then it can all start to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just the pa- paperclip operation, operation paperclip, and right. scientists that were war criminals. They were given full access to the United States, which might make you think twice about what really happened in World mm-hmm. War II. And they come over to MK Ultra, which is pretty much television now. You're I mean, speaking our language, Ultra, brother. You know, yeah. And at the same time, NASA with I mean, fifty million dollars a day, you know, and they have a chemtrail program. They literally tell us what they're spraying, and so um, the constituents are important to answer your question, Tyler, because um, they're patented fire accelerants, bro. They're spraying fire accelerants on our right. forest. So I live there in Northern California and it's just trees, man. It's just redwoods and it's beautiful. And I'm like, why are they just spraying? There's not even people. Like I understand when they're spraying, when it's like a storm system, right. I understand when they spray on top of the city, they're trying to like, whatever, whatever they're doing. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they spray lithium. Sometimes they spray manganese. Like if you watch Dick Gregory, um, I'll, I'll at least have, rest in peace. I'll at least have that cool footage in Frankie Skies too. I'm uncovering a lot, but there's so much yeah. nonsense and controlled opposite. The the, the movie um, Frankie Skies too is climate change. Change. It's quite the struggle. And next year they plan to do an experiment to actually dim the sun in Sweden and launch geoengineering as a solution to global warming with Bill Gates. I was saying, Mr. Gates. And this already tried. They already tried this in Tucson. Um, a couple of years ago, and I went down and had a conference and stuff, and it was amazing. At a protest, awesome. the whole city knew. The whole city knew about it. They didn't know about chemtrails, but they knew about these experiments to spray aluminum in their skies. So, aluminum oxide is one of the constituents that they're like even proposing to spray in Sweden to dim the sun. 
but it's what they've been spraying for decades, but they're just going to sidestep years of treason by publicly saying they're going to do it and then do it and then say, hey, look, we're saving you from global warming. Which right, is, you right. Know, they're going to create a greenhouse effect. It's so obvious. But either way, you know, at the end of the day, we've got aluminum oxide and barium salts, and these two are patented fire accelerants. They've been spraying fire accelerants on our trees that go embed in the roots of the trees, and the aluminum actually um, disrupts the uh, tree's ability to uptake water. So they're creating this tinderbox of mm-hmm. like explosives. It's unreal. I mean, mass forests full of these chemicals. And then they engineer lightning, bro, or they send out some goons to light some fires. But more often than not, I, they engineer lightning storms, which they can do with lasers nowadays. Well, yeah, I had a yeah. question about Operation that. Storm Fury. Because we, yeah, you, I mean, we've all seen, Fury. we've all seen the videos of the trees uh, during those California wildfires burning from the inside out, like smoldering on the inside. Because the chemicals get uptaken, and that's right. Well, what, that, I was wondering yeah. if you had any insight on that. Yeah, it's because they're embedded with freaking explosives, but that's like so crazy down the rabbit hole that it's like you got to sugarcoat it for people. Yeah, you got to. It's like they engineer lightning storms. Like California had record 11,000 lightning strikes in this like 24 hour or 30 hour time frame or something like that. Uh, last year it was, you know? Time is exchanged still now. I've <laughs> time, time is irrelevant. It's all a. I know. It's, it's wild. But so they engineer lightning storms, they did it to. Um, Canada just recently, crazy lightning storms. They in, they can and do engineer these lightning storms. They could quell them also. They don't. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. It's like total it's it's the technology is so advanced compared to what we think is is real that it's so easily scoffed at, you know. But it's through the programming and the media and everything that people have this understanding of, of certain topics, especially this one, the chemtrail one, the weather engineering one, all of it is very, very hard for people because it's one main reason is it's such a big freaking agenda. It's like, oh, they could do it everywhere. I've seen those chemtrails in Pittsburgh and in Miami. Come on, man. Yeah. It's doing it all over the world. Like, it's it's a global thing. Yep. And so then these things called fire tornadoes come out, right? Um, <laughs> Sounds like a shitty movie. Completely yeah, like they engineer windstorms on top of the, the fires mm-hmm. that they started, that they added chemicals to make all crazy. So it's like one, two, three punch. And then instead of engineering rain on top of them, they direct wind at it. And it's just like they get, they, yeah, it's total chaos, you know. And then they get their way with um, telling the world that global warming did this. Mm-hmm. Right. And that we need a solution, which is climate change, lockdowns, or whatever. They're exactly. Gonna call it. That's um, what's next, yeah which is totally messed up. But last year when they did the U.S. lockdown, all of the skies were beautiful. People contacting me from all over the country. Matt, they stopped spraying. They stopped the spraying. They stopped the spraying. They stopped the spraying to stop the greenhouse effect nonsense that they were doing. Right, so they can so use that, that. They can use yeah. that data, dude, and be like, oh, temperatures actually went down. <laughs> mm-hmm. And say they have a, a reason to lock us up. I, I mean, know. I hope they don't do it. I'm not trying to you know, put energy into that or be... A negative Nancy, but that seems like something in their tool belt. But for sure, they're trying to dim the sun and control the sun intake of the world with geoengineering, which is spraying aluminum dust in front of the sun, which is what they're doing already, mind you. And if they do it publicly, they're surely going to do it a lot more 
and it's going to be very bad on us seriously so it's like that whole like it's it's just this hegelian dialectic like Mm -hmm. they do with everything problem reaction solution problem reaction solution but this one is so textbook it's just like how they did 9-11 and they did the war on terror and all Mm -hmm. that stuff it and this one is so tangible um and then what else oh so also there's a time magazine uh, this is kind of hard because we're on a podcast, but there's a recent Time magazine, if anyone has seen it or you can find it. It's a literally disclosure. It's a map of the world, and it's on fire with these torches, but the torches are being lit with hands. Okay? So it, there's, a, yeah. there's a fire in Northern California. Symbolic that we're doing it. And it's yeah. like it's like we're doing it, and then it says global warming like, must be stopped. But it's like, and, and I get what they're kind of trying to try to make us think is that we're doing it through driving our cars. Right. Know? Right. And exhaling carbon. But no, they're actually doing it. They're making bigger hurricanes and all these other stupid memes to like overemphasize on the control media, television, whatever, and the smart tech phone. Like everybody having this phone in their pocket is such a problem because they can be forced at all this information all at once. I it's agree. Such a nightmare. But either way, the truth will prevail. And um, so, yeah, to answer your question, the fires, the fires are just ridiculous. I, I, my town last year in, in Southern Oregon, Talon, Oregon, they destroyed 2,300 homes in the middle of the day on um, Labor Day. It was a Monday. And literally people are like, oh, climate change. It was like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. How did that even happen? The firemen showed up and the, the um, hydrants were off. You know, there's such an agenda. Yeah, turn your brain on, things. people. Come on. Yes, there's such an agenda to make these headlines into these exacerbated global headlines that people get fear-mongered into accepting anything, which also includes like smart meters watching everything you do and carbon cap and trade and carbon taxes and all sorts of well, that's the big agenda, the carbon tax and the lockdowns. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's textbook out of, out of uh, Limits to Growth, mm-hmm. 1971 book by the Club of Rome. But, so is it, that one on the shelf right there? It should be. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to get that one. Thanks for the tip. Um, so, oh, yeah, so in my friend group, I'm known as the chemtrail guy. I'm always saying, oh, yeah, look, the chemtrails are heavy today. I'm always looking for that telltale crisscross pattern, you know. And my friends kind of look at me, roll their eyes, be like, yeah, all right. And I say, go look up stratospheric aerosol injections and tell me what you think. And they look it up, and it's a UN paper. So, oh, yeah, they're doing it to combat climate change. That's okay. So they realize they're doing it, but they're writing it off because they're like, oh, yeah, climate change got to get fixed. Blah, blah. And it, it's just re- ridiculous, the uh, cognitive dissonance there. I was about to say another R word, but I, I, I won't say that. <laughs> well, it's the fear. Retarded. I mean, they've been programmed to fear and be the victims. Everybody wants to be a freaking victim nowadays. It's mm-hmm. unreal. So the, the fear gets in the way of really seeing the truth, like muddies the waters, I guess. It's, 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 it's sad that they can be victimized so easily, but they've been programmed since birth. you got to have a l- little bit of you know, understanding, I guess. I mean, I give them a little bit of credit and have a little love, but in the end, everyone has to see the truth. I just think that it's going to be a rocky ride as everyone is forced to see the darkness like the darkness will really have to like show its true colors like and i mean that's all i can see it as is this like kind of sort of a spiritual battle but in the end 
the more that they try to pull off, the more that people have to like, you know, rethink things, you know? Yeah, wake up a little bit. Well, they're making people love their enslavement, but that's a different different story for another day. <laughs> you said something interesting earlier about how they were spraying aluminum dust into the into the skies, and that made me think about uh, the, the, the things that we are hearing about, about this smart dust. Do they have the capability of spraying things like that? Like little like nanotech? nanotech yeah. yeah. Do you think do you have yeah, nanotech, na- nanotech is a question that comes up a lot in the chemtrail space. Mm-hmm. And, well, I've met a lot of people that end up, I end up not trusting that I end up, you know, my I, I have to just trust my gut and all these sort of things and things don't add up eventually you realize that they don't add up for a reason and whatever there's all these things and when i see people that are trying to be fear-mongering and they're pushing this nanobot thing we're like we are very powerful divine like spiritual beings amen you know and reality is like this consensus projection where we're all being like controlled to like dream this stupid reality into existence because mm-hmm. of the powers that be are like making us dream this certain dream, the dream that they want. Right. We're the you ones that I mean? create, but they're manipulating what our consciousness create. so that we create this reality for them. Exactly. Exactly. So the nanobots, um, so I've been through some shit stuff. I've gone <laughs> through some stuff, uh, like that Tucson conference. Like that was no joke. I lived down in Arizona and, um, like I got arrested at the conference for one, but also like there was, uh, like I, I went through some stuff, like some, some sort of, I guess a, you could call it a rite of passage, but also I was like attached with like, stop. Like it was unreal, man. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the whole, there's some things that I've learned, let's just say. And I've learned that if you're not in the frequency of fear, then things don't even effing exist and i know that sounds so out there and esoteric to some people but it's it's like we live in this weird place that is not what you think and everything is on like vibration and frequency and we're literally sharing this weird realm with parallel react like dimension like like there's a dimension on top of us like there's other frequencies here we're just holding this little tight bandwidth on this frequency right. of a frequency. And like, and there's all these other bandwidths above and below us, but they're it's in this space too. And they're higher and lower vibratory things. And like they're higher and lower vibrations. Yeah, and fear yeah. will lower you down. Constantly and, switching. And the vibrational between, love yeah. will put you up, you know? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Sorry. So I've like literally gotten my vibration so low that, that I believe I was like attacked by demons like for real i do believe it i mean it was a long time ago this is like before my activism or anything but i think i had to see darkness to know that there was light and that was just my personal journey and i never really tell anybody about that but it was like your frequency dictates a lot of stuff and i've been on such a low frequency as well that i feel like that certain weapons or whatever could work on me or certain lower dimensional entities could mess with me you know i firmly believe this is true also if you're on a higher vibration, they just don't even exist in your world. They're right. they're like ten feet away, wishing that you were on their vibration so they could like latch onto you and feed on your energy because they're 
lame losers <laughs> all they're trying to do is like suck yep. off of you so, right like, can't create an energy that? yourself they're trying to steal it from someone else it, yeah, you're sounding so, like my boy nikola tesla you, this is great <laughs> yeah well i mean like we're all like a lot of that stuff i got some books on nikola tesla and i got rudolf steiner and a lot of these people that i've been quoting forever like memes like i drop sometimes i drop like 50 memes in a day you know and it's like it's a lot kind of work. Of like memes a, are powerful, man. I got a little man. bit ahead of myself, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like remembering these names, and I'm like, oh wow, they're not just quoters. They're not just quotations. <laughs> they have like a life's work, you know. Right. And so I'm getting their books because I swear we're not going to have books one day. Like the Kindle, they call it that for a reason. Like Amazon is like mm. cornering the information. And some of these books I'm looking at, and literally they're like five bucks on a Kindle or five hundred in in, in paper, paperback, in like real, yeah. physical form. And I'm like, they're giving people no choice. And then eventually they can just, whoops, oh, we lost that file or whatever, right. you know, however they want to pull Modern it day book burning, sir. It's it's happening. History repeats. <laughs> yeah, it's in a lot of um, dystopian films, too, the, the reset or whatever. Have you yeah. all seen Cloud Atlas by chance, the movie? Have not. No. That's something else. Cloud it's Atlas. Past, right. present, and future lives, like interacting kind of with each other. And the, there's like a dystopian future. And they've totally locked down everything in this dystopian future, and they've controlled humanity's like ascension because that's what they're trying to do. Right, that goes and back to Bill Gates blocking the sun. I think that will mess with our evolution too. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to buy themselves time to turn us into robots, basically. <laughs> right. Short, long story, like transhumanism reality. But in the movie Cloud Atlas, like this dystopian future potential timeline they have basically succeeded and all the humans have like gmo themselves out that they're not able to resonate on that high enough frequency to take the next elevation of consciousness to ascend or whatever you know mm-hmm. they're stuck in that vibration and we're kind of stuck in a vibration humanity Agreed. um but in the movie cloud atlas this korean uh kind of sexy woman robot uh waitress <laughs> that sounds nice Okay. she's a waitress in, in Korea and she's just there to serve humanity and she gets this little glimpse of like this truth and she starts to have the awakening right because mm-hmm. it's like God has a plan no matter what right and then the the new world order whatever freaks out and then she leads the revolution and then like oh there's this human awakening and there's a different timeline but it's it came out of a robot dude it was kind of an interesting but hmm. the, the story even the no, protagonist, think... man, that could be predictive programming in and of itself because the robot's the one that, that, that you That's know. what I was about to say, right? To give your power away to the robot. Oh, the robot will take care of it, whatever. Yeah, there's so many layers, man. And even that, even having a dystopia that we have to like fight our way out of, like this is the fight right here, right now. It's not. There's no time to waste. These movies are like crazy programming, um, but in these movies, they do drop a little truth like mm-hmm. Blade Runner and all these little things like mm-hmm. of a reset. They're, they, I think they're going to try to get everything digital and like dismantle the book, brick and mortars, you know, which they're doing as we speak. Mm-hmm. And then um, they'll just erase them. And then they won't exist. Haven't, that, they'll, they'll be able to control control the past, control the present, whatever, control the future. So that's Four why months. I'm you know, trying to amass a, a nice library and, um, and all that jazz. Also, <laughs> really quick, when you're dropping things like the SAI program, I think you said there's yeah. also SRM, solar radiation management, right? And um, this SRMGI, so there's a governance SRMGI.gov, solar radiation management governance initiative, and 
they're like fighting over who's going to govern it, but they're doing it. And well, yeah, your friend says that, that it's climate change, so it's no big deal. Right. Um, <laughs> well, in the middle of Franken's skies, there's a clip, which I wanted to just say, and then I'll pass the mic to you. In the 1970s, <laughs> they spray St. Louis, and they spray yes. St. Louis ghettos, um, especially where it's like high-density children, um, even Af- especially high African-American children, mm-hmm. and they spray zinc, cadmium, like- um, sulfide it's a radioactive uh, and material it, and it's radioactive yeah it's 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 um radioactive cadmium essentially mm-hmm. and they're spraying it from rooftops and planes and even station wagons and they're just <laughs> studying like how many kids die from it and la da like it's nothing and this yeah. was all exposed by this one reporter in st louis and it's just like oh yeah well that's what we did it's like no 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 that's not okay to actually have that technology right for one do it to us, you know, so the aerosolization of chemicals to experiment on us has been being perfected for some time. And like the truth is the only thing that's going to bring it to light and bring scrutiny to it or and transparency. Yes, mm-hmm. the nanotech stuff exists. There's there's Morgellons disease. Yes, the, yeah, I wanted to get into people, that. The main people talking about Morgellons disease, I ended up not trusting man i'm not gonna have them in my sequel like i just think it's fear-mongering i think that it literally is possibly in everybody and that it only exists if you freaking give it the power and live on that vibration of totally freaked out fear that we have this nanotech inside of us you know there's a lot of grifters out there to create it pushing bullshit go ahead i'm sorry what did you say? I just said there's a lot of grifters out there who will push bullshit narratives to get to like be a part of your your dock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of that in this community, but so Morgellons does yeah. exist, and what Morgellons disease is is well, it's actually up for debate. It's it, it is it is these synthetic like like neon blue and neon red like high tech synthetic very foreign looking fibers that grow out of people um and it was for quite some time it was deemed a psychosis like the person was somehow making it happen it was a mental disorder for some time and then a couple years ago they were like oh it must be from lyme's disease and there's like some documentary about it that i'm pretty sure is bogus again like controlled opposition that it's just like in the end you just like don't trust it you know you gotta cult you kind of have to cultivate this intuition of like your your bs meter you know what I mean? For sure. But it's not that hard with, with Joe Biden and all that. Either way. <laughs> it's always going off. <laughs> yeah, your yeah, subconscious so will tell you. Like It'll this, be that gut feeling. Morgellons is like this really like high-tech kind of um, synthetic, hybridized human thing where this like future AI has already come back. And the future AI is like spraying on us or maybe it's... I don't even know if it's coming from the chemtrails. That's the common thought, and that's what it seems like, but hasn't right. been proven necessarily. I don't know. We're doing there's, a little speculation. It's okay. There's very suspicious craft sometimes. It could just be high-tech military, U.S. military, but there's very suspicious craft at times that are cloaked, that look like orbs, right. all sorts of weird stuff, desiccated blood cells, viruses on them, all sorts of... I've seen webs falling from the sky after weird... Um, planes go over you know and like they do experiment like it is common knowledge that they operation big itch they weaponized fleas they they weaponized mosquitoes they weaponized all sorts of bugs Mm -hmm. and stuff like that i've had friends send me photos of ticks falling from the clear sky like i'm you know plum island and 
the creation of limes and all that bio weaponry. Right. Um, I'm sure that they they do all sorts of stuff. I'm sure the Mogellans is the the freakiest one though, and it's just like and then people do they suffer from it, you know. And the best thing that you can do is completely alkalize your diet, fast alkalize your diet some more. Research Dr. Sebi, S-E-B-I, yep. alkaline diet, alkaline diet, no coffee. I've no heard that'll uh, get rid of some cancers too. All of that, yeah. You have to get alkaline as possible and keep your body alkaline all the time. And also you can fast. And um, there's people take like these, these baths with um, – it's a mix of a few things. It's a borax, epsom salt, and a couple other things, and, and there's like fibers left behind, and and all this. It's weird. There's weird biosynthetic stuff that's supposedly being sprayed in us, and I think maybe it's waiting for the five G grid to get laid out to, to get fully activated. But also, I think they need our consent, and so people consenting mm. to mRNA alterations and all this sort of stuff. They You're want, speaking our language, man. <laughs> yeah, they want nanotech in us, and us to consent to the nanotech. And the nanotech could be taking our bodies over anyways. And we're like, yeah, please do it. And Mm -hmm. they're like, well, guess what? We've already done it. And you're welcome. Just like the geoengineering, you know? I mean, they've got patents on altered humans. You know what I'm saying? So when people get really uh, augmented, they'll probably just end up being like the slave worker class. Yeah, they'll be property. They won't be right. right All of your Burger King's hiring and stuff like that? Yes, for like $15 an hour. Dude, they're paying people $50 an hour to come to job interviews because they can't find people to work. Yeah, it's the whole country. It's like Mm -hmm. that where I live, and I'm just like baffled. And everywhere I go, they're like, oh, limited hours. Oh, sorry, we don't have any staff or whatever. And it's like, what are they doing? They're paying people not to work so much that the economy falls apart. But then what happens when those checks stop coming in? Those people are just going to be so SOL, mm-hmm. you know. So dependent that, on the government. I mean, Yeah, but, but what about the government when they don't give them the checks? They're it'll be a complete breakdown. the government says. You know, right. like the government's going to require this, require that. Oh, don't you have the thing in your this market of peace is going to come out real quick when people are reliant and will do whatever they say. Right. Like, so, like Kissinger said, man, you control the food, you control the people. And with geoengineering, you can you can control the food supply chain. So, yeah. I mean, it's all just one one giant agenda. It's all the same thing. It's the every... octopus of global control. Shout out Charlie, Charlie Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, love, I love Charlie. And I did a little research um, – and he's right about that that octopus. Those tentacles get into just about everything. You can mm-hmm. trace aluminum back to a lot of stuff. Let's just talk about that really quick. Sure. So aluminum is so important. And we can empower ourselves with knowledge. You know what I'm saying? No, no. For instance, if we're mineralized and we've got um, – we're not mineral deficient. And we've done healthy whatever. Like you can get literal trace minerals that people put in their water that comes from Utah and it's got all these different minerals in it. And some of those minerals are literally plant-based, like aluminum and all these like literal things that you think would be toxic, but it's plant-based, okay? Like there's metals in our body that we should have, like silver and uh, gold mm-hmm. and um, like all these noble elements. And there's all sorts of things that we're deficient in because the soil doesn't have it in it anymore. And even like when we ingest sugar, we lose, for every molecule of sugar we ingest, we lose 54 molecules of magnesium. So we're deficient in all these things. So just like... Eating some greens and being a little healthy and not being super mineral deficient, you don't absorb toxins from your environment because your body's not looking to get those minerals in your body. 
So if you're a little healthier, live a little healthier lifestyle, you're not absorbing toxins from like the chemtrail spray or whatever. It's, it's that's an empowering thing. But also just avoiding aluminum, avoiding fluoride. Aluminum mm-hmm. and fluoride yeah. are the same thing. A lot of people don't know this. Yep. When you melt aluminum, it's in the factory. That's what creates the fluoride. Yeah, fluoride comes off as a hazardous byproduct, mm-hmm. waste, hazardous toxin, like radioactive, like cancerous thing. And then they sneak it into drinking water and and what and and whatever toothpaste, right? Right. So, and, and dental, whatever. When you go to the dentist, so avoiding fluoride. Because when fluoride gets in your system, it pulls aluminum out of your blood and into your brain. And they have these chemical reactions as they bond together. And there brain. you get it's Alzheimer's and dementia. And get Alzheimer's and dementia, exactly. So it's like just knowing to avoid aluminum is super empowering. Mm-hmm. Just knowing like just certain little things, right? Like it, 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 go, it gets you out of that space of fear and of victimhood and snaps you into this empowerment where you can actually step up and lead the way and show people these really simple truths that are hidden. So, so speaking of the octopus, right when Joe Biden comes into office and it's like, I don't mean to be political, but I mean, I guess you gotta be nowadays, but for sure there was these hacker attacks, hacking, hacker, right. Russian hackers, Chinese hackers, the narrative switches every other day. So the, the pipeline, some pipeline got hacked. Supposedly. And that's like, this is like Orwell, George Orwell, like textbook. Like, you don't even have to prove anything. 1984 right? is on the bookshelf, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, gotta be for sure. Um, I mean, that's great and terrific, and it has to be. But seriously, like, you don't even have to, you just could say that. Oh, well, put it in the news. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. the hacking thing. Gas prices go up. My yeah. gas prices here are a dollar more than they should be. Mm-hmm. And that, that puts yeah. a strain on everything everywhere, if that's everywhere. And it is, right? So then, yeah, then the truckers have to pay more and the food prices have to slowly go up and it inflates everything, right? Well, then I go to get some beef the other day and the butcher's like, well, we're trying to trying to just take what we can get now that there's a meat shortage. He said that to me. And I was like, are you seriously? There's a meat shortage? And he's like, oh, yeah, you haven't heard about that? And I'm like, oh, my God, because I always was hearing about there's going to be a food shortage. Yeah. Bill Gates owns all the agriculture in the, in the U.S. now or whatever. He's the largest ag owner. Well, they're trying to push like veggie soy burgers that are just processed bullshit and poison us even more and get rid of like actual organic meat, you know? Not to mention they give you man titties. Man titties. (laughs) Yeah, they dehormone you and make you into like this uh, feminized, like genderless. I mean, the hormone disruptors alone and all these hand sanitizers and just look up triclosan. T-R-I-C-L-O-S-A-N, like triclosan is in so much stuff, and it's literally just a hormone disruptor. It's like you put it on your skin, you disrupt your hormones, and you're all, you know, you got these hormones that you wouldn't have before in your right. um, estrogen levels, and everything's all, all out of whack. It's under, I mean, mm-hmm. all these things are so interconnected. Um, but the understand, like wheatgrass, I mean, there's so many things. Uh, I, I do magnesium uh epsom salt like baths and i don't drink fluoridated water and i just you know there's a lot of saunas all the time because i know i gotta use my skin to detox i use fluoride free toothpaste and aluminum free deodorant and me and my girlfriend just got a shower filter that takes the fluoride out of the shower but 
as we take sips of Miller Lite right now. Yeah, there's probably a bunch in that, but <laughs> that's cool. You're from Pittsburgh. You gotta drink Miller Lite. Um, I'm just kidding, but like it's there's, an icy there's, light. there's ways to go about spreading your truth. You know, you don't right. have to be a, a freaking saint. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm right. not a saint. I drink coffee, and it's like I badmouth it, but yeah, I gotta keep. I gotta keep going. You know what I mean? So. Um, well, also, I've got this pinched nerve in, in my, like, either way, it helps. The coffee really helps. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like understanding, finding a balance, and it's all everyone's individual journey, you know? That's it. It's not that's about it. being you got, perfect. You got to do your thing and just try to make yourself a little bit better every day. And that's all you can ask for, you know? Spread love, not fear. Well, Matt, exactly. before we wrap up here, do you want to tell the people all the places they can get your work and support you? Oh, yeah. Well, I have an EMF protective clothing line, which I got to go on this little short tangent about oh, it. Go ahead. I have um, these, and this is for the truth. Um, I, I don't want to be a salesman. I never liked doing crowd funds or begging for money or anything like that. But um, this EMF protective clothing line, Sparrow, which mm-hmm. is Latin word for hope, S-P-E-R-O, it's, um, I'm really proud of how far I've come or we've come over the past few years since its creation. Please check out Sparrow Gear, S-P-E-R-O Gear on Instagram and SparrowGear.com. Um, but the most important aspect of it is that I make these Faraday phone bags, these silver fabric phone bags. And you put your phone in the silver fabric bag and it just kills the signal. You don't have any signal. The phone's like no tracking you know, nothing's running. And there's like COVID tracking apps, like even when the phone is off now, I guess. So it's like, if people love the bags, it's just like you're checking out to like have a conversation or go on a date or go to sleep or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I've been selling these phone bags all over the world. And my, the, my provider of the phone bags, they were selling the phone bags all over the world as well to different distributors, Sweden and you name it, not so much in the United States, but all over the world, these phone bags were sold, like thousands and thousands of them. Last March, the phone bags stopped working. Hmm. Okay. Does that have to do with March 5G? 20, do they switch March on? March 22. Yes, because 5G is this different technology where the phones are on a different bandwidth, speaking hmm. of bandwidth and frequencies and what have you, and the phones help propagate the 5G wave. They help push it along as like a relay because it's a carrier wave that's smaller than ever and it can't go very far. So basically it's this like internet of things that everything is now a spoke in a wheel and it pushes it along to the next little node. They're nodes, they're called nodes. And the cell phones are actually highly involved now. So to be so highly involved, they're in a whole new bandwidth, they're emitting much more radiation, even like the iPhone 8, okay? And it was baffling at the time why and what was happening and I didn't get it but eventually I realized that the phones were just emitting a lot more like all over the U S especially mm-hmm. starting off in like LA it happened and LA was like a 5g um, and uh, COVID hotspot or whatever. So that was interesting. But the most important aspect was um, it just turned out that I had to double up the bags. So I doubled the layers up and, it, and the bags work great now. But the most important thing was um that the, a lot of the symptoms that people were having that were all weird and not normal symptoms for um, a virus. Mm-hmm. Like a virus, dude, you get sick, you throw up, you have a fever. Like that's just like what viruses right. are. Like You don't lose but, your taste and smell. That's I'm going to say radiation yeah. if I had to take a wild guess. 
Yeah, the symptoms that um, like there's a list list of symptoms for radiation sickness, and all of them were being um, put all over the news, but not one mention of radiation sickness. Like loss of taste is not a symptom of a virus. So like, oh, it's a new thing. Right, Come on, right. people, do a little research. Learn about this. Like, I don't want to go deep into it. I don't want your show to get censored. I don't want to drop, say the word too much. Or do blah, blah, we blah, need blah. the street there's cred, so, man. There's so much truth that's so easy to find about all of it. But the, the biggest elephant in the room and whatnot was that um, the, the 5G was rolling out at the exact same time that the phone bag stopped working, at the same time that all these symptoms started coming up all over. So I firmly have come to the conclusion that the rollout of 5G needed a smoke screen because mm. some people were going to show symptoms of getting radiation sickness from their phones. You know, not everybody like shows symptoms because not everybody's super sensitive or has built up a lot of radiation from their life of being around Wi-Fi or whatever. Right. But a lot of people were, a lot of people were. A lot of people were canaries in the coal mine as their phones got cranked up and they went in and they were like, oh yeah, you test positive for it with a test that's bunk, with that's bunk, bunk, right. bunk. PCR running it 42 yes. times. We've, we've, yeah. we've gone over that. And so it's, it's unreal that that i think is what happened and if you look into this bird death event in virginia all these birds are dead and blind and and what have you so ch please check out sparrow s-p-e-r-o gear dot uh, com or the instagram i would love some followers and then also i'm on uh, matt landman on facebook please come over there get all your dank memes awesome information yeah get my <laughs> come steal some dank memes and then I have this website, Actual Activists, mm -hmm. plural, actualactivists.com. Um, if you can include that in the show notes, especially, I really appreciate it. It's a great for sure. resource for information on all the truth topics. I have a daily truth, truth bomb, like little blog. I have a video vlog thing. It's called Daily Truths. It's, it's, I'm trying to turn it into a social media platform. You can interact, but not as much as we, you will in the future. It's amazing. Please check it out. Click on the health tab. Look at 5G or chemtrails or whatever. There's so much information on there. That's my baby. And then frankenskies.com, of course. And thank you so much for you guys doing what you do. Now, Dude. thank you for giving us this time because this conversation has been hitting so many bullet points that we love talking about. It was an awesome conversation. We appreciate you giving us your time. Dude, you got to come back on and talk about 5G. That's like an, <laughs> an entirely different rabbit hole that we could spend another hour on. For sure. I would love to. Just let me know, and um, we can uh, put it on the calendar. Awesome. All yeah. right, Matt. I appreciate it. Uh, this was great. We'll talk to you soon. Cool. Great. Peace, Have a good bro. evening. Peace. Peace. Well, there you have it, rabbit holers. That was Matt Landman. And I thought that was a great conversation about a number of topics, everything from 5G, geoengineering, wildfires, you name it, New World Order. It was, it was amazing. Morgellons, we could have talked to him for hours and hours and hours, and I'm sure we'll have him back. Go check out all his work and all his stuff. Please support him. I'm probably going to go buy a phone bag from Sparrow right after this show. No doubt. So do it up. Take, Take it, it away, away Mulder. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. <laughs>